Hi, this is Lewis Gossett Jr. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you to TV Confidential. Radio talk show about television that will welcome back our friend Walter Koenig in our second hour. Walter Koenig, the actor known around the world as Pavel Chekhov on the original Star Trek and the first seven Star Trek movies, as well as the villainous Alfred Bester on Babylon 5. Walter Koenig will join us in our second hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that. And speaking of Star Trek, our second hour will also include a conversation with Giorgio Serafini. Giorgio is the director of a new movie called Senior Moment. Senior Moment, a romantic comedy starring William Shatner, Christopher Lloyd, and Gene Smart that will remind you of such modern-day romances as Something's Gotta Give and As Good As It Gets. Senior Moment also features a lot of other familiar faces from movies and television. We'll tell you more about that when we talk to Giorgio Serafini in our second hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that as well. In the meantime, we'll begin our first hour by welcoming back our friend Gary Girani. Gary Girani, sci-fi screenwriter, sci-fi and fantasy film historian, and the author of such books as Fantastic Television, a pictorial history of sci-fi, the unusual, and the fantastic. One of the very first genre books on television. And speaking of unusual and fantastic television. Gary Gerani provides commentary for the Blu-ray release of Dark Intruder. Dark Intruder, a horror-slash-thriller-slash-fantastical type of movie starring Leslie Nielsen that was originally released in theaters in 1965 but was actually made for television. We'll ask Gary about that. We'll also find out the latest about Gary's upcoming highly anticipated documentary, Romantic Mysticism, the music of Billy Goldenberg. Gary Journey, welcome back to our program. Hey, I'm very, very happy to be here. I was just thinking about this this morning. Dark Intruder is not only one of the first, if not the first, horror movies made especially for television, but it is an example of something that we don't see anymore. It's a TV pilot that actually had a second life as a theatrical movie. Yeah, it was a pretty unique kind of a thing because it was uh, filmed as a, as a pilot, you know, an hour pilot for an hour series. It was actually produced, interestingly enough, by Alfred Hitchcock's TV unit, Shamley, who had been doing the Alfred Hitchcock present series and the Alfred Hitchcock Hour for a number of years. And Hitchcock uh, himself was beginning to say, you know, the anthology format is is dying on television. People seem to want series with regular characters every week and noticing that there was such an interest in in monsters in the early 60s and that resulted in tv shows like the monsters and you know hitchcock took note of that and said what if we had a weekly series of uh, an investigator of the occult and there was another creature every week we really tap into that market now he really wasn't involved you know, I don't think he was involved at all, pretty much, in the development of Dark Intruder, which, uh, as a TV pilot, uh, the original name was Black Cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, they changed the pilot's name to The Uninvited. The Uninvited, as you horror fans, uh, horror movie fans, will, will instantly recognize, is the name of a classic 1944 uh, ghost thriller with Ray Moland, a very, very well-regarded fantasy horror film uh, and Universal, which owned the rights uh, to that film for TV syndication. It was a weird deal that 
the movie studios had in the early age of television because if you happen to make a deal to put out, let's say, old movies done by another studio, you then had the rights to use the titles of those movies and those properties if you wanted to develop a new series based on that. And The Uninvited was a prestigious title, so they said, hey, let's slap that title on the name of this Leslie Nielsen pilot, give it a little bit more prestige. Uh, well, whatever title they wound up trying to put on it, uh, it didn't sell to the networks. And so Universal said, you know, this is really a very nicely done little film. Let's release it to theaters. It was good enough. And they made another title change. Uh, so what began life as a TV pilot called Black Cloak, that was then title change to The Uninvited, now was known as Dark Intruder when it was released into theaters in 1965. And that's how the world finally got to see it. Very unusual. Again, this was not a made-for-TV horror movie, which would happen in the late 60s and in the 70s, where movies, horror films were specifically made for TV. No, this was a TV pilot. No different than making the TV pilot to Star Trek or any TV series. It's just that when it didn't sell, Universal said, let's put it out. And it only ran 59 minutes because it was a TV pilot. Yeah, but, but back in 1965, it was not unusual for movie theaters to have a double feature. So as I, as oh, yeah. I, as I recall, Dark... That was standard, yeah. And usually the second feature would be the supporting feature, the B-movie, if you will. Yeah. In this particular case, the main feature was a William Castle movie called I Saw What You Did, uh, which is about teenagers making phone calls and unexpectedly encountering murderers, and the uh, supporting feature was Dark Intruder. Well, guess what? The critics pretty much bashed the William Castle <laughs> A feature, but loved Dark Intruder, because it was an offbeat, unusual little movie that just came and went, very tight, 59 minutes. So the critics were impressed, which was interesting. Gary Gerani provides commentary for the new Blu-ray release of Dark Intruder. Dark Intruder, a theatrical release from 1965 that was originally made as a pilot for a possible TV series called The Dark Cloak. Dark Intruder was produced by Alfred Hitchcock's company for Universal. Um, that may account for why Barry Lyndon wrote the screenplay for Dark Intruder. We'll ask Gary about that. Dark Intruder stars Leslie Nielsen as an intrepid expert in the occult in San Francisco circa 1890 who helps the police solve a series of murders in which a mystical statue is left at each crime scene. A lot of familiar faces, including Peter Mark Richman, Werner Klemper, Von Taylor, plus music by Lalo Schifrin. Other extra features include an interview with Mike Westmore, the son of legendary Universal makeup artist Bud Westmore, Dark Intruder, available now on Blu-ray through Kino Lorber. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Barry Lyndon wrote for Alfred Hitchcock Presents, or the Alfred Hitchcock Hour, as I recall. He also wrote the screenplay for War of the Worlds. Was the fact that it was done by Hitchcock's company, was that why Lyndon wrote the screenplay, or was it he just available at the time they needed a screenwriter? It's probably a combination of both. Uh, this was a quality pilot. They spent more money on it than normal, and uh, it was it was sort of more time was spent. I mean, just just watch it, and you could see uh, the attention to detail and the uh, photography, and then ultimately, as you mentioned, the makeup, which was really key. This would have been 
a Monster of the Week series, kind of like The Outer Limits, where you would have had uh, a different makeup job, a different rubber monster uh, every week, which would have been amazing. Universal, which of course, you know, uh, was the headquarters of Hollywood monsters, let's face it, that's what they became famous for. And they were, uh, they wanted in on this monster boom, if you will. It was in the early 60s, there was a, um, uh, the Aurora model kit put out the model kits of the classic monsters, and all of a sudden, the studios were noticing that there was an interest in monsters and creatures. Um, and like I say, that's how the monsters came into There was a focus on this. So Universal was saying, my God, if there's going to be a Monster of the Week series, we should be the ones to do it, because that's what we do. And sure enough, the one monster that we did get in this one episode in the pilot was a real knockout. I mean, and, and again, that little, you're mentioning uh, Westmore and the and that little film clip that is part of this uh, Blu-ray, really worth watching because he talks about uh, how the makeup was done and, and what the whole world was like in the, the makeup lab back then at Universal. So yeah, this would have been amazing. It would have been incredible to have another Universal monster created by these wonderful creature makers over at uh, the makeup lab there every week. Wow. Uh, again, Kolchak, the Night Stalker, ahead of time. Yeah. And that's really what this whole thing is about. I mean, I've always been interested in these attempts to do uh, a weekly series with an investigator of the occult. And un this was Universal's first attempt to do that for television. Uh, and this would have, been, it would have been a period piece. And it would have been a monster of the week. It would have been amazing, right? Uh, they next tried with Fear No Evil and Ritual of Evil, with Louis Jordan as a psychiatrist who's investigating the occult. Um, uh, next came The Sixth Sense with Gary Collins uh, as a parapsychologist uh, investigating the occult and visions and ESP and ghosts and whatever. And eventually that led to Darren McGavin as Coltac the Night Stalker as a, as a weekly series. So, yeah, and that was produced by Universal as well, although Dan Curtis uh, independently created that as TV movies. But eventually it went to series, and naturally they took it to Universal. So, yeah, that's their interesting history of, of this trying to get this kind of character on as a regular series. Both Dark Intruder and Fear No Evil slash Ritual of Evil are available on Blu-ray through Kino Lorber. Dark Intruder is available uh, right now. It features commentary by Gary Gerani as well as an interview with Mike Westmore, son of legendary Universal makeup artist Bud Westmore. Ritual of Evil slash Fear No Evil, also available, separate release, available through Kino Lorber, also features commentary by Gary Gerani and the music of Gary's dear friend, Billy, Billy yeah, Goldberg. The, the late Billy Goldberg. Now, Fear No Evil and Ritual of Evil. Fear No Evil was made in 1969. Ritual of Evil was made in 1970. Dark Intruder was made in 65. Lalo Schifrin scored Dark Intruder, and Billy Goldenberg did the evil films a few years later. When I first saw Fear No Evil back in 1969 on, on NBC for the very first time, I heard this music, and I, I, I never heard of the composer, William Goldenberg. I said, like, Who, who's this guy? But uh, uh, it hit me immediately that there was a special quality to this music, and it didn't, to some degree, remind me a little of what Lalo Schifrin had done with Dark Intruder with these gongs. And Again, they were both covering supernatural, classical-type material. Um, 
But Billy, uh, uh, I became friendly with years later because I, I adored his music and I, I wanted to meet the man. And uh, eventually I um, uh, did a documentary about him, uh, which is in the editing stages right now. Uh, I intend to uh, have it ready for Universal within the next two months. Unfortunately, Billy passed away last year and was not able to see the finished version of it. He did see what I had done and was very, very pleased with how he was coming off. Uh, and it just, it's interesting how Lalo Schifrin and Billy Goldenberg have a lot in common as composers. And, and uh, interestingly enough, when The Sixth Sense came on the air, uh, those were the two composers that Universal used for that. They took the musical cues that both Lalo and Billy had written for their occult movies and put them into the Sixth Sense in season one. Season two, they had original scores from Billy and Lalo. Uh, so those two guys, in terms of occult or supernatural music, were kind of on the same wavelength, and Universal sensed that themselves. Uh, but I love both guys. Uh, uh, Billy, like I said, I didn't get close with and uh, I'm hoping this documentary really does not only, you know, sort of serve as a tribute to him and the great work he's done, but also to that era of film and TV production where artists like this were able to just go full out with their wonderful work. The name of your uh, upcoming documentary on Billy Goldenberg is called Romantic mysticism for those who may not have heard our first conversation gary explain what you mean by romantic mysticism in the music of billy goldenberg well this was an interesting uh thing that billy kind of stumbled upon frankly i think it's it's in all of his work uh, uh even those words romantic mysticism uh you're getting a sense of the mysterioso of the unusual but in a romantic beautiful way uh, so, uh, it's almost seeing the beauty in evil and, and, uh, Billy kind of defined this and developed it. It's perfect for all of the supernatural stories, particularly in Ritual of Evil, where you had a, a, a beautiful witch played by Diana Hyland, very modern day witch, who was putting a spell on the witch. And again, the romantic mystic was just built into the character and what she was doing but then it became probably reached its ultimate impressiveness when he used it for Columbo there were two TV movies that launched Columbo uh, the original one was not a pilot uh, prescription murder was simply Peter Falk didn't want to do a series at that point but by the time Ransom for a Dead Man with Lee Grant as the killer came along Peter Falk was ready to do it as a series so that was a pilot and Billy was hired because they wanted to sell it as a series to create this beautiful lush score and that's when he that's when the whole romantic mysticism thing probably really hit biggest because the villains in Colombo were all larger than life they were these magnificent rich kind of which is the whole point you know this little nebbish guy Colombo how is he possibly going to bring down these magnificent huge incredible people so the music that Billy would compose for the killers caught their arrogance their bigness their beauty they were usually beautiful people rich and beautiful homes and gardens and clothing so his music caught but they were evil 
So that's where romantic mysticism really, really kind of nailed it. And again, if you look at a movie like uh, Ransom for a Dead Man, the first Columbo uh, two-hour film there that served as a pilot, you'll hear how that music and Lee Grant just kind of merge. And wow, yeah. Beautiful example of romantic mysticism in Ransom for a Dead Man. I would say that and Ritual of Evil are probably ground zero for it. Ritual of Evil slash Fear No Evil double feature available on Blu-ray through Kino Lorber. Includes a commentary by our guest Gary Gerani. Gary also provides commentary for the Blu-ray release of Dark Intruder, theatrical release from 1965 that was originally made as a pilot for a possible TV series called The Black Cloak, Dark Intruder, and Ritual of Evil slash Fear No Evil available on Blu-ray through Kino Lorber. You mentioned Ransom for a Dead Man. Now, this may be apropos of nothing, but... Uh, <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, Billy, as, we men- as you just mentioned, and as we mentioned in our last conversation, had a long history with Universal uh, mm-hmm. Universal Studios, especially Universal during the era of the 19, late 60s, early 19, throughout the 1970s, the era of the NBC mystery movie and so right, forth. That, that whole era. Yeah. Um, the other night, I was decompressing and I, w- I was watching IMDb TV, which is a digital channel available on my Fire Stick. And... They have all the old McClouds. Uh And I had never watched McCloud in its entirety. So, and one of them was scored by Billy. And I didn't realize it until the very end, but there's a scene near the end of this particular McCloud with uh, Patrick O'Neill, where it's with Patrick O'Neill and Randolph Mantooth, and McCloud is about to arrest Randolph Mantooth at the airport. And in the background of the scene that takes place in the airport is a brief clip from the end theme of Ransom for a Dead Man, <laughs> the comic one, you know, the kind of the kind of faster paced comic mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that's kind of funny. OK, they're using Billy's music. And then the end credits was uh, music for this episode by Billy Goldenberg. So I guess Billy slipped that in as a little joke. Well, that happened all the time. As a matter of fact, if you watch uh, these TV episodes, particularly, you know, the, the ones that Billy scored, and you listen to the background music, uh, if they're in a restaurant, or there's someone playing the piano distantly in a restaurant or whatever, it'll be Billy's themes. And the Ransom for a Dead Man theme pops up all over the place. And we'll give you a few examples of that on the other side of the break. Gary Gerani is with us via Zoom. Gary provides commentary on the new Blu-ray release of Dark Intruder that is now available through Kino Lorber. He is also the producer and director of an upcoming documentary on the life and career of composer Billy Goldenberg. We'll talk some more with Gary when we come back on TV Confidential. Story Salon is Los Angeles' longest-running storytelling venue. We have live shows every Wednesday in Studio City, as well as solo shows, podcasts, CDs, and several books. Los Angeles Daily News calls Story Salon gemstones of narrative, something new, funny, astonishing. Sunset Magazine says, tales tall, tragic, and tantalizing. All of this makes Story Salon one of the most eclectic entertainment experiences available. You can learn more about us by going to our Facebook page or by visiting our website at www.storysalon.com. 
accredited by Guinness World Records. Welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.